Good morning, Parashas Havi Mairi. We're on Summit Beis Hamadalas. Yesterday we were learning various halachas about Sneas and uh, how a person um, conducts himself in conduct in a, in a Beis Hakitin in a toilet. We spoke about the various reasons in the Gemara why one cleans himself with the left hand, not the right hand, and obviously that is passing the halacha with the left hand. One point just uh, to mention, it's the Shlach says, even with the left hand, the person should avoid ideally using the, le- the middle finger, because the middle finger is actually the one where the tefillin, the tefillin strap is wrapped around. Therefore, based on that, says that one should ideally avoid the middle finger. Um, so, we'll take up now um, where it says, Hahu Sahtanah, which is about 15... 59 or so up, beginning of the line, Ahu there was this person, his job was to give Hespedim, and he was a Saftan, the Nochis, Kameh de Rav Nachman. He went down, literally went down in front of Rav Nachman, and Omar, in other words, he was giving a Hespedim in front of Rav Nachman, not about Rav Nachman, and he said about a certain person, Hide Son Nua, Berachos of Havel, this person, he was Son Nua, he had the middle of Sneas in his ways, so Omri Rav Nachman, so Rav Nachman interrupted him, he said, Ad Ayelet Ba'adei Levi Sa'kite? Did you go into the toilet with him? The Odaz, that you could know, eat Sonua, you know whether he was Sonua or not? So Tanya, because we learned in the Brayta, in Konin Sonua, El Remisha Sonua Ba'adei Sa'kite. For somebody to earn the title Sonua, Sonua means he's Sonua in the Beit Sa'kite. So Otsuk Mora Rav Nachman, Ma'inaf Kalei so what's the Nachman in the term Nachman? What, 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 Rav Nachman had to make a, make a Macham, he, he had to object. So the person called him a Tzanua, so maybe he wasn't Tzanua, maybe he wasn't. What, what, what bothered Rav Nachman so much? Answers the Gemara, Mishim, the Tanya, because we learned in a Brayta. Keshem shen Ephraim ben Amisim, just as they, they should be, uh, take retribution, pay up from the dead, Kasen Ephraim ben Asafdonim, so too, they will take retribution from the people who give their spades. In other words, if you give wrong information, it's not just the nation that suffer from it. So too, the, um, the person giving their spades will be punished. As well as the people who answer afterwards, people who sort of nod their head and say, yes, yes, this person. In other words, there's nothing said I can't keep quiet if it's not true. A Hesper has to have, where the halotha is once allowed to exaggerate slightly, because what you know about the person, we assume you only know a certain amount. If you know he was a kind person, you can say he was a very kind person, because the amount of chesed you know about is highly unlikely to be all the chesed he ever did. But to say something which is clearly not true at all, or something you have no idea that it's true at all but about the person, is not good. You're not doing any good for the for the, uh, for the person about your, about who you, you're giving the Hesper. And therefore he says, not only will the Mace suffer as a result of it, the, the person giving the Hesper, and the people who are listening to it can also suffer as a result. Tana Rabon has been taught in a Brisa. What is the Tsonua? That's somebody who excuses himself at night. In the same sort of place, he would do so during the day. Ask the Gemara, is that really the case? 
ואומר רבי יהודה אמר רב, שולי רבי יהודה עושה בשם רב, לא אילו מיאמי גודל מסעצמא שחר וספארבס, a person should always behave, morning and evening, and otherwise when he's excusing himself, כדי, he should go in the morning and the evening, when he gets up and before he goes to bed. כדי שלא יהיה צורך לצרחי, in order that he doesn't have to go far away, in order to be excused. Remember in those days they didn't have the facilities, modern facilities we have, they had to go out into the field. During the day they'd have to go quite a distance away, they weren't, they weren't anywhere near anyone. At night, when it's still dark outside, you get up in the morning, it's still dark. Or at night, when it's actually dark, you don't have to go very far. So you see that at night, a person does not have to go and be nifna in the place where he would go during the day. Vesu and furthermore, Robo be a mama have a ad mil. Robo during the day, he would travel up to a mil. 18 minutes. Uvelelia at night? Omare de Shama, he just said to Shamash, Panuli Zuchta Berchayva, clear for me a space in the street. Berchayva is a in the streets of the town. So you see, it's not true to say you have to go to where you would go during the day. The Chain Omare Rabbi Zero, the Shamish, so to Rabbi Zero, would say to Shamish, Chaviman de Ika Achayebe Chavrayah, go see who's behind the, literally the house of the Chaverim, not the house where people, it's presumably where people congregate. Possibly Chaveim, meaning Tami de Chachonim. Zubo'in on the Mifnei, because I want to excuse myself there. What exactly this place Chaveim is, I'm not sure, Rashi doesn't say. But, so you see, that a person at night, this obviously took place at night, one doesn't have to go to the same place, it's dark outside, as long as no one can see him there, you don't have to go to, uh, too far away. So what's going on over here, asked the Gemara. So, one second. Yeah. So the Gemara answers, Don't say that at night you have to excuse yourself in the place you would do it during the day. Rather, it means to say you have to do it in the way you would do it during the day. In other words, you don't have to go to the same place. But the tzniyos, the manner which it's done, has to be the same. Just like during the day, there's halachas about how much one uncovers themselves, and that's even behind a closed door. The tefak, the vachayim that we learned about in the third parag, that applies at night as well. The halacha about not uncovering oneself until one sits down, that applies at night as well. That's the way we pass it. Ravashi Omar Ravashi says, Afidu Temo B'mokad. No, you can even say there's a certain din about where you do it. And the Nitzucha Erenakaren Zovis. It's only necessary for literally a corner. In other words, if there's an, a corner nearby, a place which is a little more tsonua, even at night, you should go there not do it in the middle of the open. Don't do it in the middle of the street if there's a, a place which is nearby, which is more enclosed. Even at night, that's what Ravashi says. So, what's come out of this is, we've seen that Tsonua, and the title of Tsonua, that means Vaveta Kese. You should know the Smak, Mr. Pura quotes, the Indian of Tsniyas, at least in the Vaveta Kese bit, is a mitzvah that a writer according to the Smak, that's the Mashmoz. Just in the safer in together with the mitzvahs there. 
And the Mishabur and the Bialofa speak about this, the Yonim of Tsunios, how it's in Shulchanor, Mishabur, etc., how when a person gets dressed, for example, it should be under the covers, it shouldn't be in one's room, because the Shechin is everywhere. Therefore, when a person gets dressed, gets undressed, it should be under the covers. One shy that they talk to talk about is, can a person therefore get, instead, if it's awkward getting dressed or undressed under the covers or anything like that, so can one do it in a toilet? Or a bathroom? It's a place where a person is not completely covered the whole time anyway. So some say, yes, it's a very good argument. It's a perfectly normal place not to be covered. Others say, no. Because why? Because a base like you say, a base America is a normal room like anywhere else. When a person is involved in whatever he has to do there, then yes, he doesn't have to be covered, understandably. But if he's getting dressed, he has to cover himself. So if he has to go under the covers. But others, as I said, argue that no, a base like a base America is a place which is normal for a person, it's designated, um, it's designated for um, getting dressed, undressed, and therefore it's perfectly fine to go in there. And I'll go even further, I think, as I've seen, I can't remember who says this, but uh, a bathroom is better than a toilet. Why is that? You think it should be the opposite, but why? That's right. Well, no, you would have thought it's the opposite, because space like is more of a... less... If you want less shechina, if you could say, in the Beit HaKitah and the Beit HaMerchat. As you said, if you're using this argument, then the Beit HaMerchat is a place where a person is normally completely undressed. Beit HaKitah is not. It's only a tefah, tefah chayim, as we saw in the, in the third paragraph. Therefore, it is, put it this way, if, it, if it's difficult to get undressed under the covers, or dressed under the covers, which in Mitzvah can be very, is a little, um, is a little, uh, sort of, bothersome, etc., so therefore, it's, uh, it's better to rely on that, and it is perfectly, uh, I mean, I don't know how many people realise this, Beit HaMerechat, um, in other words, the bathroom is a, is a good place to get uh, dressed or undressed. You know, I, I, I did hear some, somebody saying something along the lines, you know, that they were getting dressed on, I don't know what it was, changing the bathroom, and somebody said, you know, why are you doing it in the bathroom? You can just do it, you know, in, your, you know, in, in a bedroom, whatever. They said, no, because the Shechina, they said, the Shechina is also in the bathroom, the Shechina is everywhere. But the truth is, it's not, it's not necessarily so, because it's an Indian of Tzniyas, Shechina may be everywhere, but uh, in terms of the Beit HaMerchat, it's a perfectly normal place, and therefore where it's normal, it is, um, it could be the, the uh, Halachas are relaxed um, a little bit. There is one, one interesting Halacha, and that is, uh, what should I say, a very interesting Shuvah of Ramosha Feinstein, and that is, uh, I, I'm not sure how much is accepted, so to speak, as the norm, but Ramosha Feinstein speaks about, what if a person, it's very hot out, and, because if you look at the Mishnaburah, the Mishnaburah seems quite, uh, quite black and white, Tineus applies to men as well as women, and that means your body has to be covered, including even your feet, because that may be different nowadays, because people do walk around barefoot, but um, it seems quite clear there. Ramosha Feinstein speaks about this, well, look, what if it's very hot out? So obviously to cover the erva, that's the state surface, of course you have to. But what if a person feels uncomfortable, it's hot out, it's humid, so he wants to sleep, he, you know, he wants to sleep, or whatever it is, in a, I don't know, shorts and a vest, or 
let's say, in his, in his underwear. Is that a problem of Tzmias? Because from the Mishaburah it does sound like it is. And the Moshe Feinstein says, no, it's not. And he says, because as far as he is concerned, the union of Tzmias for a man is different to a woman. For a woman it's strict halacha. For a man, it is midas chasidus. It's midas chasidus. He says, therefore, I'm sure the idea, and it's defined by what is the norm in that place. If it's normal for people to, uh, to, to walk around the shores, then there's no problem with Tzmias for a man. Davening is something else, by the way. Davening, that goes as the way you would stand in front of a king. So to daven in shorts, unless you'd actually go and visit the queen, or a king, or whatever it is, in shorts uh, is, not, is not appropriate. But he says, that's halacha about, you have to imagine the way I would do it in front of a king, that's a din in davening, it's not a din in anything else. So again, when it comes to davening, that you have to think, how would I stand in front of a, in front of a king? Shorts, sandals, t-shirts, did you wear a shirt? Did you wear a suit? And accordingly, that's the way, that's the way a person should, um, should conduct himself. That's only there's halachas about this when it comes to, we spoke more about this in the fourth and fifth pack, about davening. The idea that some people, you know, have a special, a special jacket just for davening. It's where a hat comes in. And, uh, I think I remember in, sort of for a short while there was a person from America. I think it's more done in America. He put on a tie for davening. So that's the way, you know, he had something special for it. That's the way he'd go visit a king. Fine, so that's, that's when it comes to davening. When it comes to the stump sneers, even though we say, you know, the shikhanas everywhere, it's, it's not that's, that's not quite the same. He says you would interact with people. So he says it goes by the norm in that place, but he says that if you're uncomfortable, he says then it doesn't apply. He says that a person is basically, I don't think he used the Russian head yet, but he says it's completely, it's, it's, uh, it's uh, you know, a foster shaker, I can't remember the exact Russian he uses, but he says there's no Indian whatsoever. And I said, I don't think it's particularly taken on in yeshivas. If you walk around like that, I think you'll, uh, depending on which, I suppose, where you, which yeshiva you're in, but uh, I can tell you in yeshivas I've been in, you'd probably uh, sort of be, uh, instead of getting the title Tonu, I think you get something quite the opposite. Um, and it's, uh, it is much talked about, because it doesn't seem from the Mr. Burrow that Mr. Burrow understood like the like, uh, Moshe Feinstein. Um, Hashem is everywhere. It, it, it doesn't mean it doesn't mean it's sort of Hashem is not there. Okay, it's not it's not a, the point is you don't put a mezuzah there because it's not a, a, a sort of a base hakolim sort of thing. It's it's, it's not a, it's not a place which is uh, covered. If you could say that it's less shifin or that, I, I don't know what it means actually. Hashem is everywhere. I mean, you know, ain't no malavah. The main point, I, as I said, there is a concept of Shkino being more in certain places. That we definitely know. You know, we talk about, the, uh, you know, Beis Hamed, which obviously there's a higher level of Shkino by the Kretan Amarovi, there's a higher level of Shkino, as the Benish Chai says, he says that uh, the Shkino was always there. When the Beis Hamed was there, there was a bigger concentration of Shkino. When the, when the Beis Hamed was destroyed, that extra concentration was taken away, whatever that means. So, I don't know if the same thing could be applied there. I don't know, to be honest. But either way, we know that the, the halakhs of Tzniya supply in a base like that. We know we have that in the Zaytai. So, uh, but, 
there are certain places where it's normal. I mean, you know, if a person goes to a mikvah, wherever, he doesn't have to go in, a, you know, in, 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 in swimming trunks or something. I mean, it doesn't apply. Um, so, yeah, I mean, and these, these are lots of the same. It, it goes without saying that, obviously, that uh, during the day, the one doesn't, you know, just in, in conclusion, without this thing about where a person goes, about he's got to be sonua, as long as he's not in front of a person. When it comes to, actually, if it happens, I mean, there may be a little embarrassing, but a person should know when it comes to urinating, the Allah does not apply. If a person needs to urinate, he's allowed to do it even in front of people. There's no, there's no, come back to this thing about, we're thinking about the urinals, etc. It's not ideal. That's what Ramosha Feinstein was saying. But, the halacha is, if a person, it's a sarkonah, we're going to see more about this, it's a sarkonah, to hold back if a person needs to urinate, and therefore, a person would be allowed to do it, and says, Mr. Burr, even in front of a woman, it would be mutter if necessary. Okay? See, about more, again, the halacha's about, it, for, it shouldn't be in front of a child, for a woman to do it in front of a child, directly in front of a child, it's a lack of smears, etc., etc., you shouldn't do that. Fine. Um, and just this, before, before we sort of just uh, move on, is this idea of a yami gatsun shachis? Oh, this, besides being a thing that sounds to me, it's a good piece of advice that a person should excuse himself in the morning and evening. There is sort of a, the Gon says on a, I suppose, a homiletical sort of level, yamik asana means besides seeing out a person, it's good for sounds health, morning and evening. It's an Indian awesome it sounds cheshman and nefesh. We know this when a person, the, the, the Rabbi Yona writes about this, obviously when Elul make mention of this, that a person both morning and evening should make, sort of clean themselves out of bad myths, etc. Think about what have I accomplished during the day, what have I went wrong during the day, before a person goes to bed at night. So it's when a person gets up in the morning, so he's making a plan how I'm going to behave ahead during the day, that's the idea he says, Yannick Atsnoi, Shacharis, the Arvis. Yeah. Could well be that, that that comes into what we said earlier that the person is made the tzmiyot in a beisakite he'll be saved from the choshim va'akrabim. These sort of we know very often the choshim va'akrabim is is uh, sort of synonymous with with uh, harmful you know midas um, evil etc etc. So the beisakite is not only getting rid of the physical byproducts it's also the spiritual byproducts as well the kozos etc. And therefore, a person will be saved from the Choshim Akkadim, etc. means these, these sort of bad midas and the alike. Continue to the Gemara, three, uh, six lines from the bottom on Samachay Samadalif. Gufa, let's recap. Omarav Yehud Omarav, Lo'elom Yannik Odom Esatme Shachay Sa'arvis. A person should always, um, sorry, it's probably jumped the gun, it's really based on what we're going to say now, that a person should always get into the habit of being excused morning and evening. In order that he doesn't have to go a long way during the day, in order to find a place to excuse himself. Tanya Nami Hoshi said to be like this in the Brisa. Ben Azza Omer Ben Azza says, Hashkin v'tzei, Hadiv v'tzei. Get up early and go out. Go out late in the evening. Kedusha v'tzei, in order that he won't have to travel um, afar in order to find a place to excuse oneself. It's really on that. It's on Ben Azza that uh, the, the, the God said this idea. Mishamish v'shev. Um, yeah, and I, I suppose the idea in today's show is because if you don't do the chet, so to speak, the chet, and the night and day, it makes your life much harder because it accumulates and, uh, and I would do it the first point of the day, do it the last point of the day, and then that day is dealt with. Mishamish Veshev, I mean, it's, sorry, just one, one last point which came to mind, it just brings to mind 
the, um, I mean, I'm not trying to change it any, any, anyone's minhag, but I, they, they say the, the Chobetz Chaim wants, um, I suppose it must be Erev Rosh Chodesh, or that, that sort of time, and it was Yom Kippur Kotten, and he met some Chassidim of a certain Rebbe, and he said to him, are you dominating Yom Kippur Kotten? So he said, no. So he said, why not? So, uh, our, our Rebbe doesn't do it. So Chobetz Chaim says, well, it's, it's not the same thing. The Rebbe doesn't need to do it. For you, you're not the Rebbe, and it's, uh, it's, it's a good idea. Why, why do you have to leave? You want to leave everything for Yom Kippur? So, you know, you're leaving a, a whole year's account to be building up, building up of all these sins. HaKadosh Baruch has given you the chance once a month to have a Yom Kippur kosher. I mean, obviously, it's not the same as Yom Kippur itself, but to ease, ease your job for Yom Kippur. Same sort of thing over here. Kedoshim is a Don't make your job too hard. Each day, don't let it accumulate. Work on yourself each day. Shachar is for others, and through that, You'll uh, be able to see the gradual, the gradual effect. Mishamish v'shev. Next halacha is mishamish v'shev. The way Rashi explains it is um, that he's actually got got two pshatim. Either means in order to open up the orifice, they would use uh, some sort of rock or something like that in order to open up the the orifice. So a person should do that before they sit down. Mishamish and then sit down. The other pshat, which Rashi doesn't like, I'll just mention it anyway, though, is Mishamish means check where you're sitting before you sit down. You'll see in a second why he doesn't like that pshat. But Mishamish pshat, we'll go to the first pshat. Mishamish, so open up the whatever they have to do and then sit down. The Yalte shave with the mashmish, don't do it the other way around. Shekalayeh shave with mashmish, because anyone who does so, he sits down and then um, starts trying to open up the orifice. Afilo Oten Keshof and Vaspanyo, this is mentioned in Shulchan Aruch as it happens. Afilo Oten Keshof and Vaspanyo. Even if they're doing witchcraft in a place called Vaspanyo, why not? Even though it's far away, it will actually, the, the, the effects of that witchcraft will come upon this person. In other words, it's, uh, it's uh, bad in terms of uh, being affected by witchcraft, apparently. The E in Shiviyosif, if a person did forget and sat down, the Akhakaf Mishamish, and then with Mishamish afterwards, my Takanti, what should he do about it? Now you can see why, the, why Rashi didn't like the second shot because he says, if you already sat down and you didn't check where you're sitting, it's a bit late. What do you mean, my takante? I mean, so you're supposed to dry clean, I suppose. I mean, what, do you, what, what do you mean, my takante? So rather it must be because we're worried about this mitzadi. If a person has sort of afterwards opened, tried to open up orifices, so there, there is a takante because it hasn't actually... Uh, it's not, it's, there's no physical damage as of yet, it's more this uh, thing of kshotan, so what should he do? So, Kikoi, when he gets up, he should say the following. Lady, lady. The, um, you won't, you won't uh, overcome me. You won't overcome me. So, if, uh, talking to these spirits. Lotakim, Lotakim. These are the names of the, of the uh, kshotan, the, the, the sort of spells, which come about through, through uh, what he calls Tarsanius, because it seems that sort of trying to open up the orifices afterwards leads to Tarsanius, which is sort of uh, hemorrhoids, and that causes the, the witchcraft to be able to take, take effect on him. And these are the names of the two Kashofim, which are, are appointed over these Tarsanius, as we said. He says, Lo Tarsim, Lo Tarsim, not you Tarsim and not you Tarsim. Lo Hani, Lo Mehani, not all of them and not some of them. Or, um, or it means to say, Rashi says, Lohani, Lohani, Velo Mahani. 
it won't be Matsyach and it won't work at all anymore, the Machashefus. Two slight touches, slightly different types in the words there. L'charshi t'charsha, l'charshi t'charsha. Not Machashefus of the male Machashef, and not that of Kharshata of the female one. That's what a person should say, and apparently then he will be saved from the effects of it. Top of some space on the days. Tanya, it's been taught in a brighter. Then Azai Omer, then Azai says, I'll call Mishkav Shekhav. You can lie down on any Mishkav, anything made for lying down. except for the ground. Don't go to sleep on the ground. Pashtas is, because it's bad, the, the way the Ben Yod explains it, is because the ground is, is uh, moist. Basically, it's bad, bad for one's health. Um, in other words, I'll call it doesn't matter how, how um, uncomfortable it may be, but it's better not to lie on the ground than to lie on the ground. No, pro- probably even, even the floor of the house. I mean, I, I, whether, whether you say a carpet is different, ideally not to lie on the ground. Perhaps from, from the way the Ben Yod is explaining it, uh, it could be that uh, the ground of the house would, would, would be different. But um, possibly you could say this as carpet, oh, that's, that's, that's slightly different, I don't know. Um, I mean, the, the, they ask a question, what about the Mishnah in, in Ovis? Menachem Meshim Nefesh asks, we say in Ovis, Tachi Darko Shal etc. And you should sleep on the ground. The answer is love dark. It doesn't mean literally on the ground. What it means is you shouldn't lie in comfort on a bed. Kafi Darko And he brings, he's, he's designed to, in, in Thomas we find that the Perfei Kahuna, the young Kerni, what they used to do is they used to spread their clothes on the ground and lie down on top of this. You see, that they were much better not to lie directly on the ground. That's the sort of idea it's saying. The truth is, I think, I think it, in the Lashon of the Gemara, it's, it's along the lines he's saying, what does it say? It says, I'll call Nishkav Shechav. Lie on any form of bed, whether your bed's made of a comfortable mattress, whether it's made of something else, it doesn't matter what your bed's made of. Just don't lie on a bed. What's this? Chutz minas karka. That means your bed shouldn't be made of karka. That means don't make the ground into your bed. When it says, on its t-shirt, that just means to say, where you're sleeping, don't sleep on the ground. So, I'm sorry, do sleep on the ground. It, but what's your bed? doesn't mean the bed has to be the ground. It could be you've got a sheet underneath you. Like you say, you don't have to say labdaka. I think it's very meduk in the words. But our orientation doesn't say what your bed's made out of. It doesn't say the ground should be your bed. What your bed is, that means what's directly underneath you. It means where am I sleeping? Am I sleeping on the ceiling? Am I sleeping on a shelf? Am I sleeping on the ground? Where? When I say I'm not, I'm not just sort of trying to be... I mean, in, in, uh, in some instances, I had they used to sleep on, on shelves. So to speak, in, sort of they were on the wall. But... Um, uh, don't, 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 don't worry about it. I'm just trying to say when I say about shells, I'm not uh, sort of just trying to be funny here. About the ceiling, maybe. But the, um, but the, 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 the basic idea is, Tisha means on the ground, doesn't mean what you're, you can have something, so to speak, at your bed. It can be a sheet, it can be a towel. That is perfectly fine. When it says, Al Khomishkaf Shekhav, that means the ground shouldn't be your bed. If you're sleeping directly on the ground, that's your bed. Okay. Um, besides that, there, there are various shots and given, sort of, uh, again, more in terms of, if you want a uh, home in terms of Moshe and Nimshel. The, the, the basic idea is that, uh, the, the, the way the Ben Yod explains it is, that we know there are four Yisodos, 
Therefore, you say this ruach offer, etc., etc. Mayim. What have we got? Ruach offer, mayim, and ish. And a person is made up. He's got all four yesodas inside him. And it's saying you can lie on any of them. You can have an attachment to any of them except for offer, except for nakarka. That is made from karka. That leads to laziness, etc. That you shouldn't. Uh, uh, he, he sort of puts. He says. I actually came, came, I heard this many years ago from Rabbi Zira Rosenbaum. He said that there's a, a certain Sfadi who used to say, Kariya Mihirot Karata. That, uh, I can't remember the Sfadi but the, the fruit of, of hate is regret. Generally speaking, we said a person, don't do anything hastily. Because if you do, you'll end up regretting it. Think before you act. There's one exception, says the Gemara here. I'll call Mishkab When it comes to anything, act. So to speak, lazy. Take your time before you do. Except for things which are to do minakaita. Things which are to do with Olamazeh, strict Gashmias, there you've got to act with tremendous reason. Because there, you're made from offer, you're dealing with things which are minayasochela offer. The result of it is you'll become a very lazy good for nothing. Therefore, there, do not lie down. Make sure you're constantly acting with reason. That's how you put it. Next, I'll call my sharp shave. You should sit down on any form of chair or whatever it is. Except for a bee. And Rashi explains, because you may fall off. You may fall off. And the God says, this means to say, even if the beam is nice and wide, but if somebody gives you a shock, or you suddenly have a... you fool, you'll hurt yourself. But again here, again, the, the Benish Chai says, what this means to say is, the, the, when it comes to middahs, any middah is a Ramam right, you should take the middle of the road. Not standing, not lying, sitting. That's the middle of the road. Any middah is like that. There's one exception, and that is Chutzmin HaKoyra. What's the Koyra? It's Gaiva. Gaiva is a beam, a beam, a uh, 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 ceiling beam. Being up high. Because there, Shem or Tifel. When it comes to Gaiva, yeah, when it comes to Gaiva, there you have to go to the, to the other extreme. Now, Gaiva, one has to be very careful, there's a difference between Gaiva and self-esteem. Being an honor doesn't mean putting yourself in the dirt and saying, uh, I'm nothing, I'm nothing, I'm nothing. That's not, that's not the meaning. Right? Again, it's not for now what, what exactly the difference between Gaiva and, and the self-esteem is. From what I understand, I think Rabtwarski uh, written very extensively on this subject. I think it's a pet topic about self-esteem. So you can read more about it there if you're, if you're particularly interested. But there, there's a difference. When it comes to Gaiva, Gaiva there's no, no, no room in Yiddishkeit at all. Gaiva. Omar Shmuel says, Shmuel, Sheino ba'amuda shachar. Sleep in the morning is ke'istamar leparzala. Is like steel for iron. Steel is used to strengthen iron. So to sleep in the morning, don't mean throughout the morning, we're talking about at time just a little, I suppose, a little nap or something in the morning, it's very good for the body. going out to be excused in the morning, is also it's like steel for iron. Barakapora used to sell words for dinorim. Now, you're not allowed to sell Torah for, for money. What's going on here? So either Pshat is, this is not Torah, these are words of advice in terms of Derek Eret, psychology and their like. You know, it seems uh, Barakapur was also a psychologist. 
But um, either that, or Pshat is, by Chaporah, the Zabin Mili, the Dinre means, he is what the Tupshot from the Gan here, that he used to only tell things to people if he thought they were worth, to these people they were worth, the people valued them. He wouldn't give advice just for nothing, tell them, even if it's Divinitaria, he only, he saved them to people who appreciated them. People who is worth the honoring to. It doesn't mean they literally had to pay for it. But then Shkai says, says, says something very similar. He used to take what he was telling and he would, he would um, sort of embellish it with, 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 uh, with uh, maybe stories and make it look in a presentable way that Taka people would really value what, they, what they'd heard. What other things he used to say? He'd say that this. As the kofna echel. Whilst you are hungry, eat. Poshub is, like Rashi says, don't wait until the tiber goes. When you're hungry, eat there and there. Afterwards, apparently it's tomorrow, uh, I think it's tomorrow, Yeroika, the green ghoul or whatever it is, if you've been hungry for a long time, eventually that sort of dies down. There's no point eating after that. You should eat whilst you are hungry. But again, all these things probably have deeper meaning to them. And the way the Gan explains it is he says, it's talking about Torah. Eat whilst you're hungry. Whilst you've got a Cheshach to learn, learn there and then. Don't sort of, uh, as apparently Ramot Samila used to put it, so I heard it. Ramot Samila from, from Gates used to say, you know, you get a person, he suddenly gets a tremendous Torah at night, he wants to learn Shah. I'm going to finish Shah. What's the first thing he does? He goes to bed. And he wakes up in the morning and there's no cheshek whatsoever. This oris has completely dissipated. Yeah. I, th- I think the Master of Shiva speaks about the same idea. And they say the pshat is, is the famous words of the Ramban. Ad shetechot. It's a postic in, uh, I think, in, in Shashiva. Ad shetechot. If you get his oris, the Yetzirah has got no problem with his oris. His oris is an airy, fairy excitement which comes and it goes. Ad shetechot. You have to put it into a paper. Make it something of substance. So you've got his oris, you want to dance up, make a start there and there. Take out your Gemara and learn the first bit. Take out the Mishnayis, learn the first Mishnah. Make it into a paper. That's much harder for the Yitzhara to get rid of. The way Ramon Samir used to put it, apparently, is he used to say, you go to bed, you wake up in the morning, no shot. It's gone. He used to say, apparently, by studies, that implies if you would have sat down that night, you would have finished shaft that night. And what I mean, I'm not sure. Presumably, it doesn't mean literally that night you would have finished shaft. It means had you sat down that night, you would have finished shaft. That mistake of going to bed, five minutes extra sleep, has destroyed your chances of finishing shaft. That's the way the Yitzhara works. At The way the Gong quotes is, he says, the Apostle which says, What's the post he brings? He says, the post can curl us. Curl us, says, Simpson, the other call, All that you can do in your hands, the Kerepako Ase. He says, the Kerepako Ase. Do it once you've got the Kerep. Once you've got the Kerep, do it there and then. Don't wait. Because if you wait, it would have gone. So I'll do it tomorrow. You won't be able to do it tomorrow. If a person be fasting all day, he says, eh, it'll be alright. I'll, I'll, eat, I'll eat double tomorrow. You're going to eat double tomorrow? You won't eat double tomorrow. Tomorrow you have what, whatever you need to eat, you'll eat tomorrow. You won't be able to make up for today. So he says when it comes to terror learning, 
Even if you do have the cheshek, let's say you do have the cheshek tomorrow, it's not like we've said. You won't be able to make up. Tomorrow it's going to be the same for you. That's how the, how the, the, uh, the Gaon puts it. Next thing he says was, after Sochit, Shasit. Whilst you are thirsty, drink. This, he says, the same sort of idea, but it refers to mitzvahs. That's where the Gaon explains it. Correct, correct. He, he explains it, it's talking about mitzvahs. The, the, the Benish Chai explains the book, I'm not talking about Torah. Quite correct. Because Imai Mela Torah, Lechem, in Lechem Mela Torah, Lachmo Shal Torah. But he says something, something most beautiful. He says, you know, Lechem, rearrange the letter to Lechem, you get Mela, it's salt. If you put salt in water, you get salt water, obviously. And if you drink salt water, what happens? Besides throwing up, but no, if, it's, it's not, if it's done in a. you get more thirsty. So obviously, if you're drinking salt, it makes you thirsty. He says that's Taki Darkos Al Water is Torah, correct. Merah Lechem is Torah. Put the two together. Salt water, that, that's Torah. The more you drink of it, the more thirsty you should become. Taki Darkos Al Again, but the same idea otherwise than that. He says, whilst you're hungry, whilst you're thirsty, that's the time. Whilst you've got the curve to be able to learn, whilst you're relatively young, learn there and then. Don't wait till you're 90. You say, oh, now. 1995, that whilst a person feels the need to be excused, that's the time to do it. Empty the bowels there. That's the relevance to out of Yehid. Presumably what he means to say is, don't wait for the pot to cool down. The food won't be particularly tasty. So too, don't wait. Say, oh, I'll be excused later. It doesn't work. It's not good for the body. But the God obviously understood what the Gemara was saying is, when the pot's boiling, if you don't pour it out, it's going to spoil over anyway. So you're going to lose all your food. So he says, then what's the connection to what we're talking about now? Go whilst you feel the need, and then what? Otherwise, empty out the what, what, what does that mean? So that, rather, he wants to explain differently. He wants to explain that it's not talking about being excused. He says that um, the he says it's talking about money. The oath kedera whilst your pot is hot, whilst you've got plenty of money, shafos. Spend it there and there. Not on luxuries, on mitzvahs, on slaughter. Because that pot is going to boil over anyway. You're going to lose the water, you're going to lose the money. At least use the money for something good. You know, there's, there's, there's a Gemara where somebody, he had, I can't remember who it was, one of the and Ryan, he saw in a dream about members of his family they were going to lose a certain amount of money. Well, that's right, it's in Baba Basso, it's in the city about Stocker there. So he told them, he tried, he didn't tell them why, but he tried to basically get them to give away as much money as they could. Because they were going to lose that amount of money anyway, and it came with a certain amount they hadn't uh, given away, and it, became, it came before Ashon, and they lost it, basically. So, um, they basically said, why didn't you tell us? Dino, it's already decided in Rosh Hashanah how much money you're going to make that year, and how much money you're going to lose that year. How much money you're going to make that decided in Rosh Hashanah. Also, how much you're going to lose. So you can decide 
when I say lose, how much money is going to leave your account? You can decide to give it to Stockholm. You don't give it to Stockholm, so your washing machine will break down. You have to pull out the repairman. You're supposed to lose more money? Okay, the repairman will come out and say, right, that's £70 for the, for the call-out charge. Can't do anything. You have to buy a new machine. Hashem has got it fixed how much you're going to have to spend that year anyway. So therefore, he says, the pot is going to boil over anyway. Why don't you at least use it for mitzvahs anyway? You've got your chi of mice or whatever it is, as certain, obviously, halakhic guidelines. Use it for total mitzvahs anyway, but stock off. That's, that's the way the, 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 uh, the garnet uh, understands it. He says, the, the Gemara Ksuba says, Melach momen is chaser. Melach means to preserve something. You want to preserve your money? Chaser. Give it away. That's the way to preserve your money. Give it to Stocker, after the Shul Shetis Ashi. You want to become rich? Give your, uh, give your, give, give your um, the way, the way, the way the, the Ben Yoda puts it, it says, and this, this, this week's Sedra, we say, Instead of waiting for the pot to cool down, you've got a nice pot of, quite literally, you've got a nice pot of boiling hot soup. Give to the Aliyim before you start eating, whilst it's hot and tasty. Don't wait till after you finish, you're going to throw out the, the, the remains anyway. So you say, look at it. Anyone want to take the remains? I'm chucking out anyway. It's cold, it's not tasty. That's not the way to do the mitzvah. The mitzvah, the true mitzvah, is to give it out whilst it's fitting for you. Give it to them. But It should be from the best. And finally, the last piece of advice he gave, by the way, just before, one last word. The Rashi, the idea is it means to... Um, as we said, whilst, whilst the, the pot is hot, the person should excuse himself. Perhaps based on that most simple pashat, the, the Ben Yoda says, whilst the person, whilst his blood is boiling, whilst you're young, again, work on your middles, using the same idea, the same analogy we spoke about earlier, get rid of the bad middles. That's the time to get rid of the bad middles. And finally, says the Gemara, Karno Kario Baromi, when the shofar, whatever it is, is stand, standing in, in Rome, uh, and I was calling to the market, market day, somebody who is the son of somebody who sells sticks, go sell the te'enim of your father. If your father's not there, your father will thank you for going to sell his... This is market day. Go act on behalf of your father. Now obviously, this is an analogy, besides the Pasha Pashat, but there is the analogy, Te'ino, we know it's Te'ino Yechal Piriyot, it's analogous with Torah, correct. And we know that Torah is referred to as a Lekhaf Torah, a good sale, a good uh, a buy. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, as it were, sold the Torah to Kalito. And we are the sons of Hashem, Bodim Hashem and Hashem Elekechem. So we are the Bar Malzbein Te'enu, we are the son of the one who sold the fix. We also bought the fix, we, we are the son... And what it's saying is, don't try and acquire something else. The way he understands it is, go acquire things, not sell things. Bar Mazdin Ta'ini, the son of the one who sold the things, go buy the things, go buy Torah. Don't go buy philosophy, says the, says the, uh, says the Ben Yoyado. Or, it means if you don't have Torah, I'm not, I'm not learning. So learn the Torah of your father. Read the Torah which your fa- father's giving out to you. There's no, there's Torah in the family, learn that. Or, finally, one, one last shot of the Ben Yoda. He says, it doesn't mean the chauffeur blowing in Rome. Rome means in the heights of the world. There's a chauffeur standing in the heights of the world. Perhaps the chauffeur of Elul, you could say. And what's it crying out? It's saying, Bar Mazbein Ta'ini. We are the sons of a person called Odom Arishon. 
who ate from the Eitadas. What was one of the opinions of the Eitadas? Was the fig tree. Hence the clothes were made of the fig leaves. And our job is, we've bought those, sorry, we have, which way around is it? We have, um, I think we've sold, yeah. We've sold the fig. What do you mean we've sold the fig? We've sold it to the Sahara. That means he's going to work tirelessly on that Avera. That's why he says you've got to be particularly careful about the sin of eating, what you eat. Because that was what Odomarishan said on. And therefore, we, our job is, when you hear that shofar, our job is to go and buy back the fig. Perhaps through Torah learning, going to come back to the Aenim, to Aenim being Torah, to buy back the fig, to be mistaking the Chet of Odomarishan, that's what we, that's our job. That was the last piece of advice he gave.